You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. I've got good news. It's R A D S A. Just the good stuff, baby. We're we're live. We've made it. Every time we go live, it's dizzier. I know. It's, it's, there's, a, there's a place between places that's very disorienting. Behind yeah. the pines. Uh, I'm gonna, while we're waiting on the Discord bot to fire, I'm going to put out a little Instagram story. Because I, I, I noticed from Sean's that we can do links now. Oh, yeah. Ooh. And you can customize your, uh, your, your link to say things like, welcome to hell. <laughs> and now on Twitter, well, rolling out, you can write a tweet and then just have someone co-opt it. And like that's something we've been missing tremendously on Twitter. Did you guys see that? Co-tweets? Is that what it's oh, called? Oh yeah. I'm trying to th- I still haven't thought of a use case for that. Like Yeah, I don't know. I'm like, hey, someone else get in on this tweet. I need you to go down with me. <laughs> exactly. That's the only thing that I could think of is like sending it to Sean and being like, yo, is this good to post on main? And Sean like being his like, yeah, there's I co-signed this. Both Will and I say the new always single is very good. <laughs> Or you could be like, nah, Tyler, don't post that on main. Take that shit to the circle. So. <laughs> Take it to the circle. I'm so excited for the circle, man. We should do what? We should do a radish circle. Does does the radish account have a, a circle? The radish account does have a circle. I, it's just Rainforest Cafe. Radish got it before mm-hmm. I did. And I was excited because I thought I got it, but it was just radish. We've been so. banned a few times from Twitter, so I feel like you're on the last of the list. Yeah, they're not rolling out new features for Sean. <laughs> oh, maybe I can threaten the president's life. <laughs> no, don't do that again. But in the circle, he's not in it. That's true. I'll add That's true. Can you write whatever you want in the circle? Try it, Sean. <laughs> I, I might report it just to see. <laughs> I'll take you out. I'll put Kamala in. <laughs> Co-signed by Kamala Co-signed. Harris. She didn't say no. She must approve. <laughs> Thank you, Vice President. Discord bot still hasn't caught us up. I, oh. I flew too close to the sun last week by being like, oh, I timed it perfectly. And this yeah, week, I just totally dropped the ball. No, the Discord bot knows that you were trying and is purposefully waiting. It's having none of it. <laughs> um, okay. I, I'm not I'm not the I'm not the lead this week, so I got no pressure. I'm just chilling here. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, shoot. Any anything funny happen to you guys this week? <laughs> ah! Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> anything funny happen to you guys this week? Uh, no, I can't really say that on the podcast. Oh, Sean killed a guy. <laughs> he backed him over and just kept going and didn't tell anyone. John no, okay. Here's my thing. I'm about to go on a little tirade. Um, and I'm oh, sorry if anyone's no. into cycling. But I threw on the tour. <laughs> and it is interesting. I know there's a lot of strategy involved and like the Pelotons, da-da-da. But I'm wondering, like, there's nothing more infuriating to me on this, the road than getting behind a cyclist or like three or four cyclists. There are a bunch yeah. around where I live. And I'm sorry if you're a cyclist, but it's it's the most maddening thing in the world. Do you think, do you, the do the cyclists think that we're, when the car gets behind them, that we're one of the little cars that follow the, the cyclists and the Tour de France? It's like, yeah. oh, no, they're there to help me and support me. Like, no, I'm not. I'm trying to get around I'm you. Trying, I have to be somewhere. <laughs> they reach in your window and grab the water right out of your hands. I'm not really mad I at love- the cyclists. I'm, I'm mad at the the whoever said cyclists can't ride on the sidewalk. That's where they should be. Mm, yeah, there needs to be a separate cyclist road. Just, a, just a, just a, I guess a bike lane is what I'm describing. But no, <laughs> yeah. because we'll, oh. we will just drive on those. I don't. I need a separate cyclist road, mm, a like cycle a path, a cycle path, uh, a, cycle a path. twisted freaking cycle path. Yeah, 
So I don't yeah, want to, no, yeah. I think when it's one bicyclist, I can usually sense whether or not there's fear in their heart to like stay as close to the side of the road as possible. It's when they start grouping up, like you're saying, that they start yeah. getting brave. They start getting too brave. And I think that it should be illegal to clip them. Or illegal to clip them, I should say. Yeah. If, if a little shoulder check. I don't yeah, want to put anyone's life in danger, but you should be able to hop well, those babies onto the curb. Well, I'm late to work. That's, here's the I thing. I overslept, and now I get to kill someone. <laughs> there was a day last year where I think we woke up, like Peyton and I both woke up, both like realizing we might have been exposed to COVID, or we felt like we might have COVID, and we are like, we got to get a test. And it was a Saturday. And we woke up, and it was like 10.15, and the last test they admitted was 10.30. And we are like, we got to go. And we pulled out of my neighborhood. Luckily, I'm like three minutes away from the closest testing center. But I turned right, and there's fucking cyclists going down the road right in front of us. And I nearly lost my mind uh, because I was like, I, I need to go get this. And these guys are just spending their Saturday fucking just exercising their $1,400 bikes. Just like, ooh, look. And like, you're not in France. <laughs> <laughs> Go away. He's, he's lost the tour to France. I hate, I like cyclists. I like what they're doing. I like that they're out there, you know, not being cars. I hate when I'm behind a cyclist and they're not pedaling. Nah. Like you're just, in, you're just enjoying the outdoors. Get out of my way. Yeah. <laughs> there should, I have there places should, to If be. you're out there and you're pedaling like a son of a bitch and you're just like huffing, yeah, good for you. Good. Sure. I'm all about it. I'll, I won't even pass you. You're, you are the car now. <laughs> but if you're just out there, just like having a good time Mm-mm. out of the way, I got the roads are for people who are unhappy and sad. If, yes. If you're like riding a bike that's not meant for road cycling, if you're just like on a fucking just Schwinn mountain bike and you're a trying to get to where you need to go, I'm good. We're fine. You and I are good. If you're riding a $13,000 bike and you're in the full gear and helmet and you're not in France in July, I'm so mad at you. That's a very class conscious approach to, to <laughs> yeah. bike transportation, which exactly. I appreciate. Which yeah, is it is. It the is. rich assholes need to get out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> When you're in a certain tax bracket, that's when you can sideswipe them. I wish people could run as fast as cars. <laughs> that would be that would be awesome if you were just on like the freeway and they're just like just running ahead, and there's just a guy going like 55. <laughs> <laughs> like we'd all get to work easier, and like if we could run that fast, there would be no traffic. So I think no. we all have to start practicing now. This is the we end should- of the episode. How would the world change? I mean, we wouldn't. It wouldn't be so goddamn hot. <laughs> You could um, run to Florida in eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you get tired in this scenario? Who knows? <laughs> I maybe you do, but even still, if I can run 55 miles an hour <laughs> and I get tired every, like, I don't know, 30 minutes, that's fine. People would run together and be mulched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, could you imagine you tripping would, at 55 miles would, an you hour? You would trip and cheese grater yourself on the pavement. You would have to, everything would have to be like soft wood chips. Hey. Warfare would be so much different. You <laughs> wouldn't need cars planes go. or cars or tanks or anything. It you would just guns. be like we guns have be able to keep up. Yeah, we just, <laughs> just outrunning bullets. <laughs> outrunning bullets. We'd you, go back to swords. You outrun bullets. You'd have to go back to swords. You can just be like threaten another country. It's like I could have three thousand men on your border in about two hours and fifteen minutes. <laughs> The Olympics would be crazy. The Olympics, oh, the Olympics wouldn't be anything. The Olympics would just be like, this guy can unicycle. The Olympics <laughs> would turn into a circus. Amer- uh, yeah, American football would, would be a much more higher scoring game if you got guys running 55 colliding with each other. No, the fields would have to be longer. It would have to turn into like a, yeah, it would have to turn into like, like a 17, 776. Exactly. Yeah. It would have to turn into a John Boyce field. 
Oh, boy. Yeah, this is the whole episode now. It is. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, dang. If you could run 55 miles an hour, God. There'd be no bikes. No no cars. There'd be no planes then. If there were bikes, could you pedal a bike proportionally fast? Uh, Could you you bike 80? (laughs) (laughs) You need diamond gears or diamond chains. So it wouldn't help. Adamantium. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Damn, I have so many questions. What would, Shoes. Be, what would it feel like to be kicked by a leg that could run 55 miles an hour? That's right. Our skin would have to thicken. Yeah. We'd all be yeah. thick. Thick, imagine, fast running. Imagine sucking a toe that just ran 55. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're starting the podcast now. All right. Uh, everybody, thanks for listening to Rash. <laughs> Wait, something uh, to consider. No, just there's that picture of the one man, that horrendous looking guy that was like, this man has been designed to survive car crashes. <laughs> I need a body that I've seen that. Yeah. Well, will you put it in the chat or somewhere for Tyler yes. to look at? I want to see his library. I'll, I'll look up car crash, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> but here's the thing is if I want to see the body that was designed to run at 55 miles an hour. Just just jacked legs. Yeah. <laughs> Built like a kangaroo. Uh, Tyler, can we get your can we get your live yeah, reaction to uh, Graham, the uh, the car crash man? The only man who could survive. Oh my god! <laughs> but this guy does. Does this guy exist, or no. is this this is a design? Yes, the, this man exists. This man exists. He has. A I don't know. TLC show. No, no he's he is. It was designed. It was like here's what humans would look like if we could survive car crashes. So it has like extra like knee cartilage and stuff. If we like evolved to survive car accidents. Sure. Yes. For for people who are listening at home, don't have a visual aid, I will try to describe this man to you. Um, stay puffed marshmallow man head, really fucked up ribs for some reason, and regular feet and toes. Oh, nope. He does have a goatee, which I don't know if that's part of it. <laughs> that's part of it. That's okay, 100% so part of it. Is Most people survival. involved in car accidents do have goatees. Yeah. It's I was true. involved in one in April, and I have sort of one, so... Uh, Graham Graham drives a Nissan Altima with no plates. <laughs> the most destructive. <laughs> he, he Producer like, Mal did point out that Graham does have a lot of nipples. <laughs> what? Yeah. What does that have to do with anything? It's, it's to nurse a lot of young. Yeah, <laughs> there's there's, there, there's an evolutionary element to this. Yeah. Um, okay. Have Start we got this? Episode, have we got this all up for yeah. system? Okay. Fifteen minutes in, talking about running fifty-five miles an hour. Suck toes um, at highway speed. <laughs> good lord. Um, this is the Radish Podcast, uh, a show about um, running bros and sucking toes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm your host, Tyler. Take the Twitter bio right now. <laughs> yeah, that's, doing that. that's the new. That's that's the, that's how we describe our show now. I'm Will. Uh, I'm. Act- actively changing the Twitter bio from uh, what was a lie to, <laughs> <laughs> to the I'm truth. Sean and I'm upset. <laughs> uh, quick rundown of this episode, folks. Uh, as you heard, 15 minutes talking about um, what would happen if we ran really fast. Uh, for the rest of the episode, we're going to be talking about the Gentle Minion movement. Uh, <laughs> a 60-person mass brawl. Uh, a a fantastic political event happened today, and it was only enhanced by a, uh, a special song. Uh, we got some good stuff. We're going to be talking about whether or not we think minor league baseball mascots are hot or not. And then we're going to uh, wrap up with creating a gentleman style um, theater hijink. So 
Let's hop right into uh, to good news. Uh, start off with the gentle menu movement. Have you guys seen this on uh, TikTok or Twitter oh, or anything like that? Of course, of course. I yeah. know people who uh, participated. Run us through what it is for those of us who aren't on TikTok. Sure. So uh, Gen Z uh, com- coming through with an incredible uh, movement here. We got uh, this year's best movie, uh, Minions, The Rise of Gru, which is either a sequel to the spinoff or a prequel to the main series. Unclear. Both. It can be both. both. Okay. It, it can be. Yeah. It takes place in between Minions and Despicable Me 1. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, folks grew up watching this movie, uh, movie series, I should say, and they have constructed a, uh, a, a, I don't know what, what to call this other than hundreds and hundreds of, uh, dudes showing up in suits to watch the minions. And that's it. Which getting rowdy, throwing bananas at the screen. Yeah. Uh, Are they really? That's what I've heard is that like, there are like, People are posting yeah. the flyers online that theaters are saying, like, if you show up to Minions in formal wear, you will be turned away. That's what I was wondering. I was like, what, what are they doing? Because, like, it's not illegal to wear a suit. It's not no. illegal to wear a suit, but I guess these, like, teens are known to, like, be real rowdy in the theater when the, the movie starts. And they got slick back hair. Yeah. Sloppy they'll, steaks. They'll, like, <laughs> yeah, they'll, like, dance at the front of the theater. They'll cheer. It'll It basically, they're turning... Minions Rise of Gru into Rocky Horror Picture Show or The Room before it's even like hit cult status, which, you know, you could argue it, it already will. has now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I love the idea of just like organizing a theater thing like this, because like, you know, like the first couple of screenings, people are like, is that kind of suit? Why are they all in suits? <laughs> just- what this trend taught me was seeing it first on TikTok. I was like, oh, this is very funny. It's like these kids are great. I didn't know. That there's an artist, I'm going to sound real old here, but there's an artist <laughs> called Yeet uh, who <laughs> made a song called Rich Minion that is the audio in all of these TikToks. Uh, I thought uh, it was just like a trap song that people like someone went and mashed up Minion sounds to. No, <laughs> it's a legit song. That's um, It's pretty good. It's pretty fun. Uh, but yeah, so shout out to Yeet for Rich Minion for you know, fueling <laughs> this. Song good of the Summer. Song. Producer Mountain got it in one Rocky Horror Minion show. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, there we go. I I just I've I'm upset with these theaters that are turning people away. If I was the theater, and even if I was Universal, I would do gentle Minion screenings. Turn that shit into an actual Rocky Horror show. I mean, yeah, you could absolutely do like an eight p.m. gentle Minion screening. Yeah, this is gonna be the rowdy one. Like, yeah. if you want to do it, it's like do the same thing they do like the, the lock in in high school. Just like yeah. if you're gonna be rowdy, come be rowdy locked in the school in the gym. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Put a big clear plastic tarp in front of the theater, the screen, so yeah. bananas don't hit it. Give them bananas. They make so much money off like 11 p.m. screenings of Minions. They would. Which, yeah. Sean saw it at midnight when it came out. <laughs> so- yeah, I saw Despicable Me at midnight. I didn't throw any Damn. bananas. I didn't know what to expect. <laughs> it was delightful. No one did. Uh, what this has taught me is that uh, 19-year-olds can effectively organize overnight, which is something we should all be afraid of. <laughs> yeah, TikTok really puts things into motion fast. Yeah. They can organize a movement yeah. before I can even you know figure out what I'm doing tomorrow. <laughs> uh, it's it's the power of Yeet. Good, good on him. Uh, Just next- like Huey Lewis said. <laughs> exactly. Uh, next, we've got... Uh, one of the more interesting news pieces to come out uh, fairly recently, and that's that there was a 60-person brawl on a cruise ship at 5 in the morning. Oh. And uh, it all transpired on the dance floor where most fights transpire. Uh, crimes of passion, I should, panic. should say. Uh, panic, yep. <laughs> uh, they, uh, I guess the 
couples or the the significant others of three people involved with the threesome all found out at the same time and started hitting each other. And then more people joined in. And, and then... 57 more joined <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> This this the video of this fight is nuts, uh, and it lasted for a long time. They had to get the police involved, like it was like an emergency docking in How do you New get York the City. Police involved in a cruise ship. They had to dock and get the police on board to settle international. How long does that take? A, a long time. This fight <laughs> happened close for to a New long York, time. Apparently, but uh, this reminds me. Wasn't there like a like in the 1500s? Wasn't there a town that all started dancing? Just all of them inexplicably started dancing for yeah. days. Yes. Uh, yeah. It reminded me of that. It also happens in Elden Ring. There's a town you can find of all dancing NPCs. It's very scary. Oh, really? Ooh. That's yes. that's terrible. Probably a reference to that. Yeah, it's, like it's really hyster- disturbing. Like mass hysteria is a phenomenon. Um, but that's the thing is that how did did they count like okay this one guy like swung just to defend himself while getting back to his room he's number fifty four. <laughs> you got to think that cruise ships are pretty heavily video camera sure yeah so it's probably there's probably a hundred angles of this i just like to think that it was like three people mad about the the, the sexual liaison and then 57 <laughs> others who were mad they weren't invited <laughs> <laughs> that's the nice thing about cruise ships i've never been on one but i know that they have several hallways you could you just fight anyone exactly you could enter the dragon slash this old know, boy it yeah old boy <laughs> where it's just like just, several just hallways up to the top mm. Maybe it was one man fighting 56 people to make it up to the threesome. <laughs> I'm going to go up there. No, you're not. Fum, fum, he just fum. like, he just... caught word at the bar on like the, you know, the poop deck or whatever it's called on the cruise ship. And he's like, I got to get up there. Galley. And he had to fight through everyone. <laughs> Don't allow me on a cruise ship because that thought will come back to my mind and I'll do it. <laughs> I'm going to start a 61 person fight. <laughs> You should be able on like the like the the Disney Star Wars cruise ship they have now. Mm. There should be one for like Daredevil where you can just fight a hundred dudes in a hole. <laughs> now, that, now that Disney's yeah. brought Daredevil back, yeah, just line up a bunch of we'll call them NPCs, just kind of go down <laughs> after a couple hits. Be great. The one mistake these people made was fighting too close to the coastline. I forget where Never. maritime law begins, but that's where you got to fight because then they can't dock you. Then you just gotta like. Your lawless fight. Pirate laws. Exactly. If you last long enough, you own the ship. Yeah. (laughs) You fight all the way to the captain. Yeah. They they put your name on the Jolly Roger. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're they're fighting to the captain. Take over the ship. Damn. It is known maritime law that if any other like commercial ship or anything like that pulls up to a cruise ship where the flag is a a bed sheet, it has been taken over by the past (laughs) and it should be considered hostile. Uh, just swing it okay. over on bed sheets on to fight people. With- <laughs> One guy has hockey. <laughs> Knocks out the whole third floor of the ship. <laughs> Zorro's there. Um, <laughs> moving on. Uh, Will, you actually brought this one. There was a political yeah. a political event that happened today. Uh, a political event uh, thanks to friend of the show, Hugh Grant. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, there's a... So England, I, I found about this this morning. England's been going through it right now uh, with their, their fake little government they got set up there. Uh, I mean, it's salt on the wound. It's July 4th, which is really uh, somebody pointed out that if you're not going to celebrate July 4th as an American holiday, we could all come together and celebrate it as a middle finger to England, yep. which I think is the great unifier, which is what it was. Um, 
and and so England has their weird like I feel like they've gone through like five presidents or whatever in the past couple of years because like at one point like that lady was in charge and she was like if we don't do this breakfast thing I'm gonna leave and like <laughs> imagine imagine the president leaving over just like <laughs> drama yeah but. It happens. Uh, there's some kind of weird party thing going on. I don't know. We're not a political podcast, obviously, no. because yeah. this is my summary of British politics. <laughs> um, but there is a protester who's pr- pr- pretty uh, famous on Twitter who's been outside of Parliament. And uh, Hugh Grant said, hey, you got some speakers there. You got Yaggedy Sacks clear- <laughs> queued up. <laughs> and so this morning, this protester has blared the Benny Hill theme song, Yakety Sax, uh, all morning. And so many news stations are outside of Parliament right now, uh, or, or today, reporting live, um, with Yakety Sax blaring in the background. <laughs> That's great. So every, like, every press conference, every, like, news report you see from outside of uh, Westminster, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, uh, just has Yakety Sax playing in full blast. It's <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Apparently, apparently, they're at the situation where like things are so bad that they can enact the queen. Damn! Is, activate is, the queen. Yeah. Activate the queen. Yes. What's happened? We're gonna we're gonna uh, date ourselves here, but uh, Boris Johnson, the prime, the fucking unbelievable. This man made it from mayor of bumbling mayor of London to prime minister, but somehow he had. This is the same country that voted for Brexit. In any case, Boris Johnson resigned today, uh, along with I think fifty other people in his like conservative what? party. Yeah, they, like, they all they all they all resigned yesterday to get him to resign. Yeah, today. so what? like an yeah. entire party of like MPs, not entire, but like a significant amount of uh, you know pe- members of parliament, a, a part of this one party, have resigned, and now it's Boris Johnson has Boris Johnson has also resigned, um, and so the Queen is like basically like they have to select a new member to like represent and be prime minister, but the Queen has like the power to also select someone, but she Ooh, you know stays out. That needs to happen. <laughs> she stays out of like you know between the Labour and the Conservative and the other parties in Britain. So it, it's she apparently she can effectively uh, dissolve all of Parliament do and do a. F- a full wash, basically, which has never happened in the history of like, England. Dude. She can be like, all right, we're starting over. And every position goes to a vote. Amazing. I was amazed, Lord Seymour, what is happening in there? <laughs> I was going to say something. Damn. I don't want Interpol to contact us. But basically, what if? <laughs> what if? She's like. You've already started. Like Tuesday, clear them all out. Wednesday, Queen doesn't wake up. <laughs> What happens? What happens? <laughs> Wednesday, no more smack parm pee wet. <laughs> that is a that is a Yorgos Lathamos movie if I've ever heard one. That is <laughs> just, exact, yeah, just like what happens? Just a dark like, comedy about like what happens now? It's a death of Stalin situation. Yeah. <laughs> Operation London Bridge. What happens if like it's in the middle of like all right, time to clear out Parliament and start over, and then it's like what if what if the Queen Max Keeble's big moves Parliament? <laughs> <laughs> Boris Johnson's all blue. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, that was Agent Cody Banks. That's wasn't big it? fat liar. Big fat liar. Oh, got, <laughs> got it wrong with two. Damn, you got your Nickelodeon movies mixed up. I did. Max Keeble. Max Keeble's big move was, yeah. For shame. For shame. Uh, all right. Well, good luck. <laughs> good luck, England. I don't know what else good to luck say. With that, isn't it, love? Oh yeah. <laughs> They've got Wimbledon uh, going on. They they no one. It's paying attention. Everything's great over here, so we're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're I know. doing fine. Yep, yep. Uh, speaking of doing fine, 
Let's talk about some fine ass mascots. Uh, Can you do good stuff? Oh yeah, shit. Sorry, good stuff first. That then we'll really talk good, about some fine ass. That yeah. was a really good segue, Tyler. I'm sorry. Yeah, thanks, thanks. C- clip that, clip that, and c- put well, it back in later. No, yeah. just just end end whatever y'all are talking about with fine and fine. I'll, okay, okay. Right, we could do that. I'll go first. Oh, uh, okay. So uh, joining, you know, the chorus of people talking about it on Twitter and social media. Of course, it's you know the most popular show on Netflix. But I do have to say, as you know, I'm salt ring around my chair. I'm good. He's not coming. Um, Gross. But the season four, uh, part two, or volume two of Stranger Things premiered last Friday. Watched it over the weekend. Uh, safe to say, best season yet. It is. It's nice. Season four, Stranger Things four has been a blast to watch. It's been, they've handled so many different plot lines so well. And they've really upped the stakes for the whole show. And it's been just very entertaining to like watch characters develop and twists come in and then a lot of like solid musical cues. Uh, it's been a real fun, you know, to watch and like invest in. This is the most invested I've been in Stranger Things since it premiered. Um, and I think they really did themselves a favor, like splitting it up because, you know, they uh, with volume one, they put it out in one day and that was like six, seven episodes. And you can watch that in a weekend. And then you're waiting, what, three weeks for another the last two episodes. And That's then, smart because no one no one will spoil it. Exactly. So you get plenty of time to like that. theorize and like you get that week to week sort of feeling, which Netflix for some reason just tosses out the window. And Stranger Things has suffered because of it. Because if Stranger Things kept a week to week schedule, or at least they kind of did what they did this time, you get folks like really excited and like coming up with theories and like waiting for the next episode. It's, it provides like love- and. Even better, it makes it more memorable because I we've been rewatching the past couple seasons since finishing season four, and like I'm watching season three, which I watched in a single day when it came out in 2019, <laughs> and I was like, I don't remember any of this shit because it's just like Netflix is like, here you go, watch it in one go, and it's like I don't know what's going on, but you give us time to sit with it and reflect and theorize, it makes it a much better show. Not to mention, yeah, but- uh, uh, I remember reports came out earlier this year that. Uh, each episode of Stranger Things 4 had a $30 million budget, which is fucking wacky. Uh, the best movie of the year, Everything Everywhere All at Once, I think has like a $22 million budget, if even. Um, so for each episode of Stranger Things to have even more than that is just wild. In any That's case, about the, the much amount of money they're dumping into the One Piece live action series too, right? They put a lot into that. I yeah. sure hope so, because it fucking worked. It's every episode. It's absolutely worth it. People were like, man, this is why Netflix just can't survive. No, it works. It's great. It's it's such a fun season. I encourage you, if you haven't caught up on Stranger Things, if you got burnout, because it's it's the in the cultural zeitgeist, and everyone in your, and their mother and grandmother loves the show, and you're like, ah, it doesn't seem like it's for me. It's a lot of fun. Um, the acting still pretty solid. There are some who are like really good and and have obvious theatrical experience, and some who are just like there for a pretty face. That's okay. It's a lot of fun. It's uh, worth getting invested into. And now we wait for the final season, Stranger Things five, which I think is coming in like a year or two. But uh, yeah, it's a blast. Believe the hype. Super fun. The real MVP is Kate Bush, who God. is getting so much airplay. Uh, because of running up that hill, apparently is in season four. Yes. Uh, oh, at, w- at one point, a radish jam of the week from Sean, uh, like five years ago. <laughs> um, uh, apparently, she owns like all the rights to that. Story. Yeah, she produced it, she wrote it, she performed it, recorded it, she did it all herself. So she's she's seen two point three million dollars in royalties from that song from Stranger Things. 
Good for and her. Sean, her, I can't believe you discovered her. Yeah. It's, when Sean uh, saw her at the mall in 1980, <laughs> <laughs> he knew he was on to something special. It's it's just it's nice to see, especially people like immediately fighting it back against like the obvious gatekeeping attitude of like, oh, I've listened to Running Up the Hill years before. And like, of course, like, you know, some of us have heard that song fall. It's an old song. Years before. <laughs> yeah, it's been out since the 80s. But if, you know, young people are finding Kate Bush through this, fucking fantastic. I hope, I don't know, what's a fun, I hope Euphoria uses Babushka next season. That'd be great. <laughs> Can we get the Devo revival, please? <laughs> <laughs> Can a popular teen show use, you know, uh, Girl You Want or something, jerking back and forth? It'll be worth uh, it. Yeah, well, we need season it. Season four. Yeah. I've seen this. I, I've seen a little bit of season four. Season four does use a Metallica song, <laughs> which if it gets kids into Metallica, Godspeed. <laughs> Just remember, kids. Uh, I'm taking this from music journalist Dan Otzi. If you're getting into Metallica, Saint Anger, that's the best one. Bold statement. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Speaking Ride of the best the albums, Red oh. the Lighting. Is my yeah. It's that Speaking one. of the best albums, uh, the best band is back. Um, Black Mitty Baby. All the Wiggles are back <laughs> this time. Uh, Always has a new uh, s- uh, song called Pharmacist. It is uh, off their third album. They've only had two albums as, as long as they've been around. Uh, they're both incredible. And their new, their new. Uh, it's been five years since the last one. Their new single, Pharmacist, is a uh, really fun, very like shoegaze, dream poppy. Um, I was reading a little bit about the the making this album. Uh, apparently, uh, th- their apartment was broken into, and the demo tapes were stolen. Oh. Uh, they also had a basement flood, and it broke all their gear. And oh. then they had an issue with travel over the Canadian border, where they couldn't rehearse. So this is the worst luck band I've ever known in my life. Hurdle <laughs> after hurdle for always. But well, do you remember when uh, we saw them? Oh yeah, they were like guitar broke, didn't it? No, a it, B song. Yeah, it was like, hey, we're sorry, like we got a flat tire on the way here, and then the lead singer got stung by a bee on stage. <laughs> they are the Hey Arnold Eugene of like all products. <laughs> Were they allergic? No, fortunately, no. Oh, okay. everyone was okay. But it was just like we. It was just like man, we love these songs for anti-socialites. But the lead singer was just like, oh, I just got stung by me. It's like, come on, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, always is spelled A L V V A Y S, like the Vich. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so if you're looking them up, type it like that. I'm sure always also works. It's just easier to find. Their, their SEO is set up so you can. Find them that way. Uh, they're the best, and they have their albums going on in October. Real short show and tell, or real short good stuff. Just they're back and listen always in pog form. Antiso- nice. I, I mean, I you can't see the album that's right here. I realize, uh, but listen to Antisocialites. Every it's a no skip. Every song is just better than the last. It's it's fucking excellent. So it's, it's refreshing that we're talking about music again. I was actually thinking the other day, like back in early Radish days, remember when we had the segment called Bangers and Mashups? Yeah. And yeah. we all bring a song every single week. God, those were the days. I was happier then. Um, <laughs> you wouldn't be happier this year. <laughs> anyway. Hey, guys, I want you to listen to The Place Where He Inserted the Blade by Black Country New Road. Oy. I just got a speak chestnut today. That'll be, you know, speak it, of- it's, it's, it'll be more than fine. There you go. Speaking of fine. Let's talk about some fine-ass oh, very minor nice. league baseball mascots. Uh, <laughs> thank you, guys. Uh, so I went back, uh, actually, over on July 4th, I went and saw a baseball game. I went and saw the Diamondbacks, and they actually won, and they won their series, surprisingly, uh, because they're terrible. But uh, <laughs> I found... That? Is that indoors? Uh, it's indoors. It's indoors, okay. thank God, because I wouldn't be able to do that outdoors. Uh, all their stadiums are indoors. Their football stadium, too. Um, so... 
Yeah, but, there's 100 this week, and I live in not Arizona. <laughs> it's going to get to 115 this weekend. And Jeez. But it's God, a dry heat. Fun. It's a dry heat. I'm going to go out in the <laughs> desert and just turn into dried Tyler. I don't know. Um, so, first of all, I found out that the Diamondbacks mascot is a bobcat, and he doesn't even have a diamond on his back. So, that was wild. But uh, I also saw a TikTok saying that, uh, or talking about all these wild minor league mascots. And um, it just, they, the TikTok just talked about five. And then I took a deep dive and there's hundreds. There are hundreds of oh, crazy yeah. mascots for these minor league teams. So Will and I deep dive today. We found some, both mascots as well as logos for these teams. And uh, we're going to rate them live on stream. Uh, for people listening at home, we will also describe what they look like. But you really should watch us live. Twitch.tv slash Radish Pod on Thursday nights. Uh, it'll be on YouTube as well. It'll be on YouTube as well. That's right. Um, yeah, Sean. Come on, Sean. Sean, Sean, you gotta boost our numbers. Boost them, <laughs> please. Uh, before we get started, can I go grab a drink? Yeah, go grab a drink. And cool. um, Sean, will, Sean will tell us a little bit more about minor league baseball because you're the uh, the baseball um, person on this this podcast. But uh, they're just like feeder teams, right? Like you go play that, and then if someone breaks their leg in the major leagues, you might get a chance to go and fill in. So back in the early 20th century, some it goes that far back. Oh yeah. It's it's called in baseball it's called the farm system because it used to be like the very first like farm system was because a uh I don't know I don't know names but they would basically they would have a team of just like kind of farm boys like they would play on a farm and they would like kind of get like their get the game better and like get up to professional level and then they would get called up to the major leagues um and we've just kept like the farm system like that phrase up until this point so you'll have like you'll have you know your small teams your single a then a little bit bigger higher budget double a then even higher budget which is what we typically call a minor leagues is the triple a and that's you know Mm. locally we've got the gwinnett stripers that feeds right into the atlanta braves um i remember growing up in mobile alabama we had the mobile bay bears who i think was a double a team for the san diego padres um but it's just like these kind of smaller lower budget teams that kind of farm players and get them like better and you know uh, playable for the major leagues savannah has the savannah bananas which is not official baseball not a feeder team exactly it is not a feeder (laughs) team it is a team but but because it's not a feeder team you can play it the same season you play in college uh so like you're ineligible from playing like semi-pro baseball in college, I think, but bananas you can play, which is technically like an Atlantic coastal league, something like that. Um, so yeah, so guys will go play in college and then on the off season, they will play goofy Savannah bananas baseball and just get like publicity. That's awesome. And it's worth noting too, that for, if you have a minor league team nearby, if like you're not near a like MLB hub, likelihood is you're, closer to a minor league team you need to go to those games because the minor league teams they know they don't have the higher budget they know they don't have the famous players typically but they really put a lot of effort into making it a great fan experience like you know if you're one to go to a major league baseball game and you get like the tool run you get really excited about it or you get the thing on the megatron where like hats you know the baseball helmets are moving around the baseball and you have to guess which one it is that's like you get maybe one or two of those a game at a major league baseball game. Minor league games, they go all out with that stuff. They do theme nights. They do just like fun games for the audience. They want to like keep that crowd participation and they want to make it fun because you're not paying that much for a ticket, but you're still getting good baseball and you're still getting like 
a, a fun night out of the ballpark. And for that, I still haven't been to a Gwinnett Stripers game, but God, I want to go because I've heard that they're just a blast. And their mascot, not quite blooper. Um, I forget <laughs> what his name is, uh, but he's blooper. a big like he's like a big beaver. Um, but yeah, the Stripers rule. Damn. I've been to a Rome Braves game, which is pretty fun. I think that's double nice. A. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, very nice. Um, I have the list of mascots here on my on my monitor here. Do you want me to run through them, and you can? Yeah, yeah. Now that we've had this, about them, yeah, this really fun PSA um, about <laughs> about baseball. Let's let's dive into all these mascots and decide if they're hot or not. Uh, all right. I'll start from the bottom. First of all, we got the Amarillo Sod Poodles. Yes, the Amarillo Sod Poodles. A lot uh, of these sound like slurs. I'm going to assume they're not. <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah. Although I'm unsure what a sod poodle is, I think it's a, a gopher or a prairie dog. I can see but, that. Um, yeah, that makes yeah. Sense. Look at him. I don't know. I think he's you know on a scale of one to ten, like a six. If we're just doing hot or not, like you know, smash your pass or whatever. Like, yeah, I think I think this is hot. Yeah, he's, he's okay. Got, he's he's a, little, a bit bulky. Sean, Sean, describe this to the listeners at home. What a with the Amarillo sod pillow, sod pillow. <laughs> sod, Imagine uh, if, uh, not Charmeleon. Uh, no, I guess imagine if Tar- uh, Charmander was a hot cowboy and had <laughs> a, a little mudkip thing. I forgot the name of the actual animal. Um, uh, the axolotl. But I think it's straw in his mouth. Yeah, straw in his mouth. Okay. Oh, yeah, I see it. Uh, he's got, yeah, he's imagine got like, if he's, Charmander were a funny little hot cowboy, cowboy stance. She was very hot. hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, we got the Rocky Mountain Vibes. Did y'all this is, did y'all oh, happen to see where like these guys feed into or what like league they are? Uh, uh, we got a lot of tr- a lot of single, triple, and double A teams. Okay. Uh, I didn't write down who they feed into. Unfortunately, That's fine. you will have to look this up. Yeah, yeah we'll look it up. <laughs> I didn't know that uh, was an important piece of information. I just wanted to know whether or not you thought this flaming marshmallow in between two graham crackers was hot or not. This hot. guy fucking rules. Yeah. yeah, this is a great guy. He's given a peace sign. He's he is a skateboard away from being the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. So the the Rocky Mountain Vibes, which is honestly smart. the best name for a team. Yeah. Um, vibes. Just vibing. God. Uh, Montgomery Biscuits. So you brought oh, nice. the logo. Oh, yeah. I brought Pioneer League team. I brought the uh, the actual mascot. So the logo first. I'm gonna say not. This is a uh, biscuit. This looks like the Northwest Exterminator Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Who is hot? No. Right? Right? No. No? Oh. Sorry. Never mind. (laughs) He looks a little bit like pancakes, and he does have butter for a tongue, which I guess that's functionally. Do you remember Duncan? The little like the little Christian donut that would teach you Bible lessons? No. (laughs) This is gonna sound like a a fever dream now that I'm describing the people who don't know, but it looks like there was a little like Bible series for like the kids that it would have Duncan the donut and he would pop out of the box and you have two Henson like googly eyes like this Montgomery biscuit asshole and he would just talk to you about Jesus. Um, oh, Montgomery biscuits, Tampa Bay Rays, amazing. See, okay, I'm looking at Dunkin' the Donut and this is more upsetting, but also hot. <laughs> I gotta send so you guys a video. There's a there's a Dunkin' the Donuts video that is extremely radish style. You can buy the Please. puppet for eight dollars. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> well, we'll do it live. Um, here's my defense of the Montgomery biscuit. Uh, they'd be very fun to kiss. That's all I gotta say. Because they have butter for a taunt. Well, it's delicious. Well, also, learning who has butter for a tongue is Monty, the Montgomery oh, Biscuits no. mascot. 
he is a terrifying elephant mammoth anteater monster with a butter tongue. And he has Jay Leno's chin. Hot. <laughs> oh, boy. He, a lot of these mascots are absolutely, much like uh, Blooper, uh, absolutely not indicative of the team. Sure. They just got like a really scary looking suit. <laughs> and we're like, this is, this is Monty. <laughs> this is Monty. Let's fear him. He eats biscuits. We touched on this, you know, we've touched on this several times. We talked about it with Murph last week. Just the more unhinged the mascot, the more fun it is to be a fan sure. of that team. 100%. I think, I, I think the Montgomery Biscuits logo, not Monty Hot. That's fair. That's fair. I get that. That's what I'm saying. See, I was only only intrigued by the butter monsters or the biscuit monsters butter tongue. But now that you're telling me this mammoth monster with Jay Leno's face also has a butter tongue. Can we get the can we get the Drake meme with Monty and the We gotta pump the brakes. Y'all were talking about sucking toes on a horrifying human monster that can run at fifty five miles per hour, but I can't talk about Oh yeah, we were. I can't talk about kissing (laughs) a mammoth with butter for a tongue. Come on. We got we got we got to draw a line in our freak flag somewhere. All right, here's the Canapolis Cannonballers. Okay, this what a great guy. This guy's hot. This guy's hot. <laughs> this is a baseball who looks like Evil Knievel, and he's got a seventies mustache, and mustache. he's mid flight. Yeah, he yeah, kind of looks like a pervert, but oh, absolutely. But uh... he'd suck it. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. This guy's great. <laughs> yeah, this is he's on the way to like text your mom. That's why he's <laughs> <That's like, great. laughs> on your way to your mom's house. It's affiliate of the White Sox. Look at him. Great. great. No, no notes on the cannonball. Hot. Yeah. I realize we said hot. he's a hot rod. He's basically that hot rod. The, he, you know, lonely he likes the part. Yeah, he does. So that was the cannonballers. This is the corn belters mascot. Um, I cannot find a name for this this is the normal illinois corn belters so i would hate to see the the wacky illinois corn belters. <laughs> the silly uh, this oh <laughs> man the the logo is basically the corn nuts logo of some pissed off looking corn nice uh the mascot is this very upsetting man who has cake for days <laughs> and buck teeth and weird stringy hair and he looks like he's from dragon Tales. human hands he looks very Dragon Tales, very public dinosaur. Yeah. It looks like Macklemore. <laughs> what? what? I'm saying not on the normal corn belters. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm saying hot. This is this is a frontier league. I bet these guys play the Savannah Bananas. Pick. This is yeah, not affiliated with Major League Baseball and probably on purpose. Yeah, because of this guy. He's all caked up on yeah. a Thursday night at the minor league baseball field. He's got he's got crazy hips. He does. Uh, next up, we got the Frisco Rough Riders. Oh, I know this one's hot right off the bat. Ooh, yeah, it's named after Teddy. It's Absolutely. just Teddy. Well, here's the. It's just Teddy Roosevelt. It's just a picture of Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sick! Fun fun fact about Teddy Roosevelt: a lot of these um, uh, a lot of these teams do a special heritage night where they change their logo. Uh, and the Frisco Rough Riders changed their logo to the uh, Queso Frisco Rough Riders, and it's a block of white cheese uh, with a hot. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Definitely hot, uh, but also Ro- Roosevelt's pretty hot too. Is that Teddy Roosevelt or is that Doctor Robotnik? Because I know they look similar, and Robotnik's modeled after Roosevelt. So, yeah, Eggman's. 
That rules, Eggman. Wild how a, a, te- a Texas team uh, fucking associated with the Rangers chose a, a very New York man to you know represent their team. He wore a cowboy hat. He wore he was an honorary Texan. <laughs> he, he invented the national parks. Uh, Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one in New York's doing that. All right, Fort Myers, Mighty Muscles. Mm. Oh man. <laughs> Hot. Oh man, <laughs> I'm gonna say this looks like Geodude. It, butter. it looks like Geodude, uh, but more ripped. If Geodude hit the gym even more, uh, I'm saying not. This is gonna be an unpopular opinion. What? He looks like a booger. I'm going not. What? Yeah, he looks. He looks a little bit like the the monster from the cover of the Goosebumps book about the eggs. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, he looks. He looks like I'm gonna beat the shit out of the inside of your. He nose. Also, yeah, he looks like. He also looks like he'd hold you in a very vulnerable moment, and it'd, it'd be comforting. <laughs> That's all he's I'm got, saying. He's got pick me energy. <laughs> he does. He does. I don't like that. It's not attractive. Okay. No. This is a, it's an example of when you can be conventionally attractive but not hot. Ah, okay. It's his personality. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, next up, we got the Clinton Lumber Kings. I can only assume this is Hillary Clinton's mascot. <laughs> <laughs> not. <laughs> not. This is my one not. This, man, this is an Italian man with Jughead's hat. <laughs> That's the oldest logo in baseball. Yeah. That's bullshit. Also, is it still active? Not legitimately, oh. <laughs> but it just doesn't look good. It looks like we. It looks like the Northwest mascot of baseball. It's like we drew this guy seventy-five years ago. We haven't changed. We drew this guy on the car ride over because we forgot we needed a mascot. <laughs> Clinton, Iowa. Your mascot's just a dude. Sorry to Clinton, Iowa. Uh, I'm not. They're affiliated with the Florida Marlins. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. You get farm teams like feeder teams work wild way. Like I said, I lived in Mobile, Alabama, and the team we had fed into the San Diego wow. Padres. It's a wild system, but no longer. I guess it's just like yeah. Oh, the 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 physical mascot uh, is not just a dude. very upsetting. It's 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 a dude with like that head <laughs> on. <laughs> it's 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 a human body. Uh, Muppet head of that mascot. That's terrifying. Uh, looks like Daniel Day Lewis in Hereditary. <laughs> Let me drop a. Here we go. Here's what the mascot looked like over the years. Oh my god. The old one's very funny. I like him. The new one's very upsetting because how much details in there. His name is Louis. Why is he playing a viola? <laughs> uh, he's a patron of the arts. Uh. <laughs> uh, next up, here's a hometown favorite. I know people were expecting blooper. Uh, the freeze. Oh, the freeze. Uh. Oh, uh, you said minor mascots, which I believe he's not the main mascot of the Braves. He's the mascot of racetrack. Yeah, he <laughs> like he was affiliated with the Braves. And I'm going to say hot because the freeze is, is for those of you who are not Atlanta uh, or not on t- baseball Twitter. The freeze's whole thing is that uh, he'll race you around the outfield. You get like a minute head start and he wins every time. He's the fastest man. You can run at 55 miles per uh, hour. That's what. You look like when you run that. Yeah, the freeze toe. Freeze. You know it smells crazy. <laughs> oh, good on him. Hot, one hundred percent. He's cold, but hot, cool. Yeah, but like, yeah, he's, 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 his whole job is to humiliate you in front of Truist Park. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to some people, that's very hot. Some guy did beat the freezer this weekend. Oh, really? They took they it's, took him out back and shot him. <laughs> no one can be faster. Got a new than freeze. The freeze. <laughs> he's the new freeze at Santa Claus rules. <laughs> Uh, for those of you listening, he does look like Frozone. Like he has a very, very a Frozone suit, spotty suit with the visor. Yeah, and he's very fast. Um, next up, we got the Everett Aqua Sox mascot. Ooh. Uh, I'm gonna come right out and say it. 
a rainforest cafe closed and they kept the mascot yeah. suit because this is absolutely the rainforest cafe frog. One hundred percent. This is in Everett, Washington. And this is just the frog from Rainforest Cafe in a baseball outfit, which is why I'm going to say not. Oh, well, hot just on principle there. But Aqua Socks, fantastic name, because if you asked me what Aqua Socks were, I'd probably tell you something my grandmother wore in the pool. So <laughs> weird, weird to go with that name, but cool mascot. Yeah, it's a, it's a tree frog. Even the logo is clearly just photoshopped from the Rainforest Cafe. They do have, my God, they have a good looking uniform. His uh, name is up. Webley. <laughs> <laughs> I never change your mind. Hot. <laughs> oh, they feed into the Mariners. Hell yeah. Good for them. Look up the Everett Aqua Sox uniform because it is. Uh. I would wear this. It's got frog toe. It's got toe socks for frogs. Man. Um, oh, you can buy it for a hundred bucks from their. St- I might get this. This is a I good, look- say, good looking jersey. N- Minor league baseball hats go about as fast as major league baseball hats because these minor league teams will post like those special events hats and just be like, yeah, here you go. And it, oh man, there's some good shit. Like I'm looking at the Everett Aqua Sox right now. Uh, They apparently did a Everett Conquistadores night and it's just, it's the frog, but he's in the Conquistador helmet. That's right. cool. Look at that Should, frog you know, jersey just put up. That's awesome. That is fresh. I would wear it. It's got that's toes. Nice, yeah. I got toes that. on it. Yeah. Hot. Classic style. Never mind. I take it all back. <laughs> uh, the, the last one I have is the mascot for the Albuquerque Isotopes. Mm-hmm. And for those keen eared listeners, it is named after the Simpsons <laughs> uh, baseball team. Uh, is it so, a real team? Yes. And that's a. They're affiliated with the Colorado Rockies. Yeah, that's a triple A tri- team, oh, too. Oh, shit. Sure enough. Their mascot triple A affiliate. is <gasps> adorable. Look at him. Aww. He's got, he's basically a dog, but he's got like alien little dingleberries on his head, with, like, <laughs> little, little balls on springs. Yeah. And he's got little like rings, like Astro from the, from the Jetsons. It's, Aww. he's, I don't know if he's hot, but I no. like him. He's cute. <laughs> he's cute. I'm he's a big not hot though. He's great. No, no, no. no. I did, I, I wanted to bring up one more team who has, I think, my favorite name in yeah. at least uh, in the minor leagues. Let's hear it. Uh, and that is the Rocket City Trash Panda. Ah, uh, good team. Uh, good team. Uh, who they are based out of, I want to say, uh, Huntsville, Alabama, and they feed into Los Angeles Angels, Madison, Alabama. Um, I think this is what my childhood Mobile Bay Bears turned into. Mm. But to call themselves like the Rocket City Trash Pandas is just powerful. What a great name for it. Exactly. And basically, uh, to describe it to the listeners, uh, the, their logo is a raccoon super like Oscar the Grouch style, super angry inside of a steel trash can, but the trash can is a rocket blasting <laughs> off. It's like, this is the sort of shit you would see in backyard baseball. Like this is absolutely <laughs> it's Pablo Sanchez plays. <laughs> His name is Sprocket. Oh. This is incredible. That's great. I would drive to Madison, Alabama to see one of these games. This is incredible. I love these guys. Are we limited to baseball? No. Because my uh, favorite, well, well, the, Atl- the Atlantic. Tyler's not limited to much, apparently. I'm limited tonight. <laughs> the Atlantic okay. Coastal Hockey League has a team, which is like where like the Atlanta Gladiators play, mm. has a team called the Atlanta Solar Bears, or, or the Orlando Solar Bears. And their mascot, I'll put it up on the stream here, is so cool. I'm just going to keep it transparent. Keep it up right here as a logo. Oh. It is a polar bear eclipsed by the sun with like Coca-Cola glasses holding a hockey stick over his shoulder. Hot. Hot. hot 100%. He looks like the, uh, the ice climbers polar bear. Yeah, it does. Like, you need to zoom down. He's in the heart boxers. I love the yeah, solar bears. They have, a, they have cool. a fun jersey. Uh, they're like orange and purple. Hot. Hot. 100%. 
and, and more than just temperature. Look at their, they did a jersey, like Sean was saying, for like a special night. They did a jersey for currently zombie night. Wow. Oh. Look at this jersey. Will's just going to be a jersey guy after this. I am. Damn. It's not a bad, I mean. It's got like blood and like exposed ribs on it. And it looks sick. like a, a zombie wearing a solar bears jersey. It's so cool. That's sick. Man, I'm going to get really into minor oh, league fashion. <laughs> Uh, I, I will say my favorite minor league team is the Las Vegas 51s, and their mascot is a gray alien with a baseball for a head. That that checks out. It checks out 100%. I'm going to go to Vegas just to watch them play. So um, I shot a man in Vegas just to watch <laughs> him play. The athletics. That's pretty cool. Um, really quickly, uh, just because this bit is too too good uh, not to include in the episode. Um, yes. In... in um, in celebration and support of the Gentle Minions movement, uh, but also just to point out, this is, hasn't been a thing. There's been the Morbius uh, movie and then re-release and then possible future re-re-release uh, because of kind of similar theater hijinks of, uh, you know, going and, and uh, cooking the books, so to speak, and buying tickets and going to movies, being rowdy, stuff like that. So uh, I've challenged folks today to bring their favorite movies and what theater hijinks you would do in the theaters. Um, I'll start off first. My first one is for a fantastic movie, extremely loud and incredibly close. Uh, uh, what, what's going to happen is everybody goes dressed up as librarians. And anytime they speak above a certain <laughs> level, if they're extremely loud, so extremely to speak, loud. they have to shush. They shush the, the, <laughs> the screen. And anytime they get real close up on the camera, they go, whoa, back up. <laughs> For a second there, you really had me, Tyler. I was like, "Oh, Tyler's like seen this movie and he's very passionate about it." You've never, I, you have never ex- interacted you know about, with any Tyler? part of this media. Um, he doesn't. Do you know what day in American history it's about? Uh, it's not Independence Day. No, <laughs> <laughs> I know what it's, it's. It's the Tom Hanks movie, right? He's he's in it. He's it's uh. Tom Hanks is in a lot of movies about American history. Be more, be more specific. He's not Sully. Okay, it's <laughs> another Sully. another New York airplane disaster. <laughs> He didn't. <laughs> Another one? Besides, yeah, I, I know what the movie's about 9-11, guys. What? <laughs> this is how I find out. It is, it is, right? <laughs> yes, it is. Okay. Yeah, it's about like a, a kid like learning more about his dad who died uh, on September 11th. Yeah. I saw the movie. It's got a very in- incredibly sad voicemail scene. Uh, Extremely loud and incredibly sad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Black Country New Road. I uh, is that I, I I thought of a couple, but they're all for movies that are coming out. I want to okay. be a little bit proactive. Sure. Um, uh, I think we should all go see Avatar two dressed like the Gordon's Fisherman. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's great. Just the that's way great. of the water is is dressed up like a guy in a fish sticks box, yellow yellow rain slicker, <laughs> yellow rain hat. That's great. trident, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It's just one hundred percent. Well, I will do this with you. I Let's do also it. have uh, Avatar: Way of the Water written down. Uh, <laughs> I went a little different. I went a little less creative. Yours is more fun. Uh, but I said everyone's gonna have super soakers. Uh, <laughs> we keep the three D glasses from the first one. Um, I don't even know if Way of the Water is gonna be in three D, but yeah, we're, uh, we're gonna make your sweet ass it will. Yeah. Um, we all have ponytail wigs on. Uh, <laughs> we all. <laughs> Stick them at each other. And you could take or leave this one, but close on backwards. I don't know. <laughs> Just something silly. 
Uh, we'll, we'll combine Will's with yours. Uh, we'll, we'll, for yeah. clothes, we'll wear the Gordon's Fisherman with a ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the super soakers. What, what else you got? Will? Um, uh, everyone's got to go see Black Adam dripped TF out in all of their Black Adam merch. Because I know everyone's got like two or three Black Adam shirts. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Uh, you got to wear your Black Adam socks, your Black Adam Converse, your Black Adam gym shorts. We're Black Adam Hive will not. Go quietly into that good night. We are going to show that we are legion. Finally, I could wear it anywhere else except for dates. Because that's all I've been wearing them on so far. Yeah. They need to know that the Black Adam uh, fandom is alive and thriving yeah. for a comic that I'm sure exists. They need to know from um, the beginning. <laughs> Black Adam comes first, then they come second. Yes. Gross. Yeah. Um, um, and then Miss Harris goes to Paris. Uh, a film that comes out next month about a uh, widow from the UK who goes to Paris in the 1920s. Uh, we just all get in a big drunken fight. <laughs> real, Six, 60 real cruise ship, real cruise ship <laughs> vibes. Just, just throw in haymakers. Everyone take a shot of wild turkey before you go in there and just let loose. We're gonna turn this into the rowdiest screening of all time. Please, yes, 100. Um, percent I got, I got two more. Uh, number one, sorry, Mar- Marley and me. Uh, we <laughs> no. we get a whole bunch of trombonists to go in there, <laughs> and at the end, when it happens, everybody goes. <laughs> when it happens, <laughs> uh, do you see the dog die? Yeah, I mean the movie still happened. Like it's the whole movie from beginning to end, but that's just the cue when the dog dies. No, no, I know in the movie Marley and Me, does the you dog watch. die on screen? Yeah. Have you not what? seen it? Wow. No, I haven't. Why would I watch this movie? Why would I? No, I, I thought we were hey, adults trombones? when that came out. No, we were not. Yeah. Trombonists. No, let's let's do it. Tromboners. Tromboners, please. Um, Boners last for one. Marley. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um, <laughs> dicks out for Marley. Uh, we're going to bring back that hashtag around Christmas time when we go through all of our favorite Christmas girls. Boners for Marley. <laughs> Last one, last one, and this is boners for Marley. Whoa! Also works for Sully. The Last one is just we need to give Dustin checks in a mulligan. They it cost like thirteen million dollars to make the movie. It only made nine million in the box office, and oh, uh, the tomatometer rates it at eleven percent. Um, we <laughs> that's why we need to give it a second shot because the woke left uh, review bombed it when it first came out in nineteen ninety six. So um, I, I think they gave it a second shot. They're saying I don't like Dunstan. If you really think he's doing a great job, though. <laughs> if a movie came out about an orangutan checking into a hotel in twenty twenty two, it would. Barely make a pass at the Palm Door. It would do so well. It would teach us so many things about life and friendship and love, and we would adore it, and we would write think pieces about it for decades to come. Yeah. Can we get because Paul Dunstan- King to make a Dunstan checks in revival? We just gotta we gotta bring it back, man. Ugh, the orangutans are probably smarter now. Yeah, they are. It's, they can use the the the, the buttons with the words. <laughs> yeah, hamburger. Hamburger. Sean, do you have any more? I do. Uh, y'all probably saw this coming. We're going to Michael Claycon. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm going to deal with Michael Clayton one. I'm glad you did. So everyone's walking to the theater. No one's driving up. Everyone's walking. Um, <laughs> everyone's running 55 miles an hour. <laughs> no, everyone's just kind of walking. They've had a morning. They got to walk. Mouths open. They got to show up. Um, mouths open. 
Uh, dress code is J. Crew uh, or soaking wet. Uh, your choice. We're all playing Realms of Conquest in the lobby. We all understand it. We all get it. We're playing it. We're what is this? Is it a mobile game? Um, <laughs> no, it's Realms of Conquest. Watch Michael Clayton. Uh, <laughs> it's a book series, and there's games based off of it. It's great. Um, and then, of course, at the concession stand, or you can bring your own stacks of baguettes. We're all walking in with baguettes. Uh, when the baguettes appear on screen in Tom Wilkinson's hand, uh, we all throw them in the air. Uh, uh, yes. That's Michael Claycon happening at RadCon 2024. Nice. Have either of you seen Michael Clay? No. I watched it. Even better. You watched it at my house once. <laughs> but I was you did <laughs> You didn't watch it? I stayed, yeah, I stayed over at Will's for Shaky Knees a couple months ago, and like it was on TV or so, or it was just no, on HBO It was HBO on Netflix. John was, was like, on I'm Netflix. putting on Michael Clayton, and I fell asleep I for all of it. And <laughs> Will and Peyton fell asleep, and I was like, I am so happy right now watching Michael Clayton. That's amazing. And I was. That's like amazing. two in the afternoon on a Sunday. <laughs> this movie fucking whips. It's so good. I woke up to the credits of Michael Clayton, and we were just like, did you have fun? <laughs> did you dream I wanted to like change it to something like the end of like... Paddington 2 or something like <laughs> Michael Clayton is this way. <laughs> but we'll woke up too soon. Uh, finally, I have uh, David O. Russell's new movie, Amsterdam, coming out uh, this November. Um, everyone who wants to go see that, see something else. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going. That's the, that's the, that's the viral meme. We're not David going to see this. No one's going. <laughs> that's great. David O. Russell's a dirtbag. He sucks. He's an awful person and an awful director. Fuck him. Fuck his movies. Don't go see Amsterdam. The cast is great. Don't go see it. I like that his last movie rhymed with his name. <laughs> American Hustle, Hustle David, David Russell. Russell. <laughs> that movie. Here's the thing. When I was 18 years old and I watched I Heart Huckabees for the first time, I was like, this is great. And then I read that David O. Russell put Christopher Nolan in a headlock and he became enemy number one. <laughs> and then I saw American Hustle. I was like, this sucks so much. And then I learned that uh, David O. Russell uh, assaulted his niece. And now I'm like, oh, this guy sucks so much. Like, beyond... Like to Woody Allen levels, a modern People day John Landis. <laughs> Truly, uh, so yeah, fuck David o. Russell. Don't go see Amsterdam. Watch everything everywhere all at once. Or Dunstan, Dunstan checks in. Dun, yeah, one hundred percent. Dunstan checks in. It's on Hulu. I got. Uh, Is it really? We're all doing it. Discord. <laughs> oh yeah. dot com slash Discord. I have one more, uh, and this is not for movies. I am just sick to death of the Nicole Kidman video that plays before AMC. Because here's the thing. Aww. It was, it was fun. Uh-uh. No. It, was, it was fun. We had our fun. I'm an AMC I hope it forever. I see like one movie a week. I'm sick because they play like 25 minutes of trailers and then I got to watch the same Nicole Kidman minute and a half ad for a movie that I'm already an A-list member for. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm already I'm already bought the Kool-Aid. I don't need any more ads for this. Sure. Which is why I'm starting toes out for Nicole. God. When Nicole Kidman comes on screen, you take your shoes off, take a picture of your feet. Because I think if enough people do that, they'll stop showing it. <laughs> <laughs> Please stop taking your shoes off. Another mass hysteria event. Just yeah. <laughs> hundreds of people across the nation. Thousands. Just take toes in the foreground. It. Heartbreak feels good in a place like this in the background. <laughs> <laughs> we come to this place for magic. <laughs> The we come to this place for f- toes out. Stories feel important because they are. <laughs> uh, I, I can tell. I can recite the whole thing by. Heart. I've seen it so many times. That the, that in the trailer for Bullet Train for some reason. <laughs> That's gonna be good. I'm excited for that one. I'm Bullet excited. Train looks a lot of fun. I would. I would like to stop watching the trailer for. It That's fair. It yeah. That's fair. A hundred times. No, that was great. You know, Regal's fucking Regal Carmike, whatever. They're like Carmike. They had to like get out of. <laughs> 
the the COVID, and they <laughs> <laughs> they got out of COVID, and oh, that is a thing. AMC comes in with the Nicole Kidman ad, and then Regal and Carmike, or the other theaters are just like scrambling. What are we go? We don't have this. What are we gonna do? They got Ezra Miller. <laughs> one of them's gonna get a Wahlberg. <laughs> yeah, one of them got Ezra Miller. <laughs> That's great. Ezra Miller, they got uh, Ezra Miller got them. Honestly, let's let's be honest. <laughs> it's only a matter of time before you are briefly abducted by Ezra Miller. Oh. <laughs> the Flash movie's never coming no, out. to DCEU fans. I'm so sorry. That movie, it's done. It's irony that the Flash movie is the one that takes the longest to make. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it is ironic. DC's like we got another. Ca- what is his name? Captain Fantastic. What is it? Black Adam? <laughs> no, Black Adam, yes. What's the one with Zachary Levi that came out two years oh, ago? Shazam. Like, Shazam. It was a Christmas movie, but it came out in fucking May. Yeah. It's, like, it's like, we got another one coming out. Like, I'm, I don't care. Yeah. I like the Batman. The make, Batman make fucking more of quit. those. Stop yeah, making make, Black get, Adam. <laughs> just let Matt Reeves make your movie. Don't make anything else. We don't give a shit. Come on. Martian Manhunter. Some people really do give a shit. I hope that they listen to this episode. I'd love to watch a Martian Manhunter movie. Yeah, hell. Uh, I'm sure he would, Tyler. Yeah, yeah hell. Um, Mars needs moms. Martian Manhunter. Martian also Manhunter, Manhunter needs a mom. Martian mom hunter. <laughs> wrap it up. Yeah, let's, let's wrap this up. Uh, one last. I'm Google that real, real quick, quick. Real quick. Tyler's Tournament of Champions or the Radish Tournament of Champions because uh, I got a really good one. On one side, we have Timmy Turner with... Um, <laughs> With Cosmo and Wanda. I promise I was going somewhere with that Radish promo art. Um, on the other end, we have Light Yagami with the Death Note. Uh, so God, this is so good. So, yeah. So, first round, no prep time. They just find themselves. They got to fight. Obviously, Timmy is is uh, restricted by the rules. He can't uh, ask Cosmo <laughs> and Wanda to outright kill Light. Uh, but Light is, uh, you know, he's got to have time to write in his, his death note for it to be able to take effect. So, And he's got to know Timmy's name. And he's got to know Timmy's name. So and Timmy could wish to change his name. Uh, but is he smart enough to do that? Uh, we're, we're not, not no. us in Timmy's shoes. We have an actual, like, what is he, 7, 14? Like a little child versus... That's a tall boy. Yeah. This versus, is really hard. Sorry, I thought... Does the rules prevent Timmy Turner from wishing for the Shinigami eyes? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he knows to wish for that. Just like light, uh, you, you don't know if he knows the name. Uh, if there's prep time, does that change things? Is that? I mean, light could absolutely find Timmy Turner's name. But the question is, could Timmy Turner figure out the rules of the Death Note? That's true. Timmy Turner just looks like a Timmy Turner. If I looked at him, I'm like, yeah. Also, Cosmo's a bucktooth idiot. You just ask Cosmo what Timmy's name is, and he'll yeah. tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Light. Light got that like FBI agent's wife's name on a walk to the police station. Mm-hmm. In one episode, like the best episode, I think Light's got it. I think he could outsmart Timmy Turner. Definitely has it. You don't think Timmy can wish for? A, I don't know if he can wish for a gun. Can you wish for weapons? I think. I, think he so. could. I don't know if he can use it though, because you've brought up the rules, which I was absolutely yeah. like constricted by the rules. I think Light's got it. Hmm. But breaking the rules, uh, you think Timmy's got it? Well, I guess at that point you just wish him dead, and that's it. Yeah, you just yeah, yeah. and and then he goes to hell no matter what. Good no matter what, yeah. <laughs> who is who is uh, who is Ryuk if not the Arnold Schwarzenegger fairy with no rules? <laughs> Jorgen, yeah, Jorgen, Jorgen, Jorgen. <laughs> uh, that's a good. One. I'll post that one to Twitter since it was since it was. Contentious. That's a good one. That's a head scratcher. Okay, that yeah, 
Cool, cool. Well, that's that's the episode. Uh, sorry to everyone who listened this far. Uh, I've been Tyler. Um, you can find me online at Tyler from Radish, the podcast online at Radish Pod. Uh, also, go to uh, twitch.tv slash ghosthostdl. Uh, the three of us oh, yeah. were on uh, uh, um, Werewolf, the Werewolf competition thing he does last week. And, uh, Ultimate Werewolf. Ultimate Werewolf, and it was a fun time. So uh, check out the recording there. And then Will and I have also been on other random weeks in the past month. So if you really love it, you can go and find more episodes of us on there. Dig into the archives. Very good. Very embracing. And memorable of Emerald, as always. Mm. He's, he's up in heaven, having having a time. Uh, you can find <laughs> he's me up at in heaven with James Con. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me at um, Will from Online. <laughs> so I'm just thinking about Emerald and James Con. Uh, <laughs> they get along great. Star of Thief, Emerald. Um, you can find me at Will from Online on Twitter. Nowhere else. <laughs> Let's follow the podcast. <laughs> I'll tell you what Christmas movie kicked it up a notch. It was Elf. Truly. Uh, <laughs> I've been Sean. You can find me at that Sean Barry on Twitter. Sean M. Barry everywhere else. If you want to uh, join my Twitter circle. Oh, yeah. This is the last time I'm going to say this. Say so. Just just mention me on Twitter. Be like, hey, why can't I see the secret tweets? And I will tell you why. If uh, No, I will tell you why. <laughs> okay. All right. It's fish tweets. It's going to be fish tweets. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, thank you for stopping by, everyone. Yeah, ha- have a good week. Yeah, but I've- <laughs> run fast, suck toes. <laughs> Running bros, sucking toes. Signing out. Radish. You're listening to an Indie Saurus production. <laughs>